It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Sure. Stay Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. here in the Music City, so you know what time it is. Time for the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody had a terrific weekend. Hope you had a terrific start to your week on this Monday, January 30th. We're almost through a full month of 2023. Time is moving fast. Nobody can stop it. It's a never-ending train. Bruno Reagan, how are you doing today? Actually, pretty well for how little sleep I got. Um, it was a... Not a it, sleeper. I will say, well, it was a sobering sleep. I wanted to see if I could do it, you know, without the influence of ulterior things. <laughs> and I couldn't. But I feel like I had a great conversation with myself that night so it was uh, it was okay. good what was the what was this about just uh trying to get over my broken dreams that would happen three years ago oh so I, hey you're you still just, playing pro ball who cares I know, well, I know but a lot of things happen because of inertia right you just kind of like find yeah. a thing and go but i've really been able to be proactive while grieving that i don't, I don't think a lot of people know how much that hurt my feelings like back mm. then it was like it was like getting a divorce for me well it, it really simply was. is no joke attached to this it is a personal problem you know what i mean cuz nobody else is going to live through that well that's why it was good to just have that conversation with myself in my pitch black room for like five hours. You're in a fewer room, like you're in a smaller room than even the people that go in to play in the NFL because you were told you were going to be drafted to play in the NFL. Oh, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I was with my family looking up apartments in Indianapolis, you know? And yeah. Just how quickly it crashed down. That how many a- people get told they're going to be drafted and then aren't at all? It's pretty sad. And then not picked day. up. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's even a smaller group. It was a sombering day. But I feel like I've taken the mental steps to actually finally, like, move on mentally. So that was awesome. It was weird. It was just a – what what's today? January 30th? Is January 30th. It was random. But I was like, I think I can finally be over it. It's like getting over that girl you loved. That's what it really feels like. <laughs> That's what it really feels like. Speaking of that girl I loved, Devlin, Devlin. how you doing today? You doing good, buddy? Hey, guys. Yeah, there's Devlin. Back to being a Browns fan. Back to Browns. But what are we doing? We're repping Cincinnati, the Bearcats, too, by the way, in the hoodie today. Yep, yep. I just threw something on. I didn't really think anything of it. It was a hoodie laying down, and I was like, that looks warm. I'll wear that today. Yeah. Did Did you enjoy the weekend? Did you enjoy the games? Yeah, I pretty much just waited until football came on. Yeah, I think everybody kind of was. It, it, I didn't know the games were going to be at three and five. That was odd timing. I thought it'd be like a, a five and seven. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, they. I'm not gonna lie. The first game snuck up on me too. I, I don't know if I just I see Eastern and I just don't like comprehend Eastern. But I did look down and I was like, ah, it started. <laughs> it was like one of those. I was like, turn it on, turn it on. I was watching this old house and I was like, no, I gotta switch over to this. And then I watched a football game. Uh, in the 49ers and the Eagles, that was an atrocity. I know. That was they, that was the worst thing frankly, ever to be shown in a championship game. Frankly, I think we saw 
a lot of people get romantic about sports. Like, what's the saying? How can you not be romantic about baseball? How can you not be like? And then you get to these playoff things, and you think storylines. And I think you just kind of saw the human element. This, these two championship games unfold like that because Patrick Mahomes is dealing with that ankle. Then the entire Chiefs roster gets hurt. Defensive, they have injuries. Kadarius Tony goes out. You just see a ton of injuries. Well, that game, that game, I, I loved. I know. Well, th- that's what I'm saying, though. But it was a real, like, there was a real, like, the game ended for a lot of those players, like, in the first quarter, second quarter. You go to the Niners, Brock Purdy gets hurt. I mean, he had his whole story, his whole come up, and he doesn't even get to see it through. He's like, I can't throw. Yeah. And first of all, shout out to Brock Purdy, because there's a lot of people, the Staffords of the world, you see what he pulled off when he was injured, separated shoulder, right? If you cannot go, one of the bravest things you can do like as a competitor is to like be like I am hurting us out there. Well, Titans fans will remember this. It was the same injury that happened to Marcus Mariota a few years ago. It was the ulnar nerve damage. So he even said after the game, he was like, I could only throw the ball like ten yards. Yeah. He was like, that's why it was screened. I will say this: that game sucked. The injury sucked. All of it sucked. And I'm going to talk about why I think the Eagles are frauds and they're going to get boat raced by the Chiefs later. That will happen. But I don't think so. I do believe that the 49ers were the the makers of their own doom in that one. I get it. Josh Johnson goes down. All your quarterbacks are down. But you just gave up the house at the end. They didn't care. It was almost like they thought, well, we have next week. That was the way they were playing. Put Christian McCaffrey in at quarterback. At least go down fighting. If If – Purdy can't throw it more than 10 yards. Give it a shot to someone else. They just ran the ball. They literally, I mean, I mean, to watch them run on first through fourth down in the same play, essentially, was ridiculous. That's on Kyle Shanahan, and that needs to be fixed. I think the league just has issues with um, rosters and the way how many quarterbacks you can have. But at the end of the day, Josh Johnson was already your backup and you were already on Brock Purdy, so it's not like talent scouting wise you were in a you were in a great spot anyways. I just I don't like all I the don't, I don't like all the uh excuses for Josh Johnson either. What does that mean? Everybody was like even the even the even the uh uh the broadcasters were like, well he didn't expect to play. Well that's no, stupid. That's, that's dumb. That's stupid. You know what? You expect to play. No, but you can't you can't I mean you can't stop getting injured. Like if you're hurt, you're hurt. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. I've <laughs> It's in it's insane. If you're hurt, you're hurt. You can't play. Um I'm not excusing the poor play he had cuz it's always an assumption that you will get in. You have to prepare like you're the starter, especially in the NFL or just Josh Johnson wouldn't have had that job. The Niners just literally had no quarterbacks and a, part of the part of it is just that you can only have so many people active on a game week, you mm-hmm. know? So if you're unlucky, yeah, you go to emergency situations. Christian McCaffrey also, hey, love the guy, heck of an athlete. He has no idea. He probably couldn't even call a cadence. He probably doesn't know the the mechanics of a cadence. Like how rhythm how the first part is your your call, which is loud, and the second part is rhythm. Like he probably couldn't even do that. He'd probably just be like um, why? <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> I don't know. It's, I just wanted to see it. That's yeah, all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know and what and I mean? hey, man, it, it, 
at that point, you really can't do anything. Like, there's nothing wrong you can do. Running the ball out, like, that's not the wrong decision. Putting putting Trent Williams at quarterback wouldn't have been wrong either. Just figure, just try doing something. Do anything other than just giving up. Yeah. Because that I, there's no excuse out there. There's no excuse. You just gave up on the game at the end there. Uh, the other side of this. Hey, fair, hey, the Eagles are a good team. They're a great team. They're they're good team. They're a great team. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with good. They're, they're good. a great team. They they played bums no, all year. No, they played it's, bums all year. It's, it's my turn. <laughs> okay, okay, it's your turn. Go well, for it. You don't beat teams the way the Eagles have in the playoff. I don't care how bad you think the NFC is. You don't beat teams the way the Eagles have in the playoff and not be great. They're great. They're all great. Their receivers are great. Their running back is great. Their O-line's great. Their quarterback's great. Their entire defense is great. They're just a great team. Where are they all going to be after this run? I don't know because you remember the last time the Eagles won? Carson Wentz and Nick Foles were their quarterbacks, and the rest of the team followed talent-wise. That team, I don't know. Go look up where are they now, Eagles. What was that year? 2018, 19? Yeah, 2017, I think. Okay. I could well, go wrong. look up where they <laughs> go look up everyone on that Eagles team immediately after they won the Super Bowl. Everyone's career crashed and burned except for like three people. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it is. Sometimes the magic's there. This Eagles team feels a lot similar. They're all just having the year of their life right now. And how disgusting does it feel to watch AJ Brown go out there and make it look easy? Uh They played bums all year. Look at, I mean, you just go through the. Go well, what happens? The, what happens when they put thirty up on the Chiefs? Thirty-eight. Let's and then, let's see if it happens. That's that's really where I'm where I'm gonna start here. But go back week one. They start off Detroit, right? Detroit week one, garbage. That's that that was one of their closer games of the season too. By the way, 38-35. Jared Goff, the quarterback, right? Who won? Uh, Eagles won that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, they win. They win games. I get it. I get it. I look, Bruno. I think your Vandy team that you played on could have beat every high school team in the state of Tennessee. And that's what I'm talking about here. They're good because they're in the NFC. They they walk they, – I mean, look at it. Once again, Minnesota, the next one, Kirk Cousins. I, mean, I, I think we all agree on Kirk Cousins. I think the circular logic could just be found, though. Like, Malik Willis and the Titans almost beat Kansas City, and the Titans, you know, they couldn't beat the Eagles. I don't know. It's just I feel like you can circul- you can find the circular logic around pretty the, easily. Their best quarterback that they played against was Trevor Lawrence. That was the best. And I think if they played him later in the season, they win that game. The Jags win that game over the Eagles. The Eagles won. What was that score? It was 29-21. I just think that the Eagles have been able to coat ride a, a really good job. They have good talent. I don't disagree with their talent. I think they have the best all-around talent in the National Football League. It's tough, man. And I think the Chiefs are you, still- you think You think Jalen Hurts is better than Patrick Mahomes? Nope. I think that's the one where the Chiefs get the edge. You, who's the Chiefs' number one wide receiver? MVS. Yeah. Hey, I will say this. That guy showed up. In the only game that mattered all season. Good for him. He's good. He, no, he when he shows good. up, he's good. He is good. He played well. He was he, and he was still struggling that game. Eli Apple, for all the trash we gave him, that dude had a good game. That dude had a really up good game. Up until the last, like, five minutes. I know. Then he, I mean, you start causing your own doom. Yeah, well. and Let's we talk can, about that game. We can now. talk about the refs and stuff like that. Too. Well, so that, thank you. That's exactly where I want to start into this. Because people are, it is wild. I say this because I'm watching the game with a huge Chiefs fan, right? Everything that people I, are I'll saying. I'll give you an unbiased view after you're done. Everybody is saying that, like, Chiefs 
were the 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 league wanted the the Chiefs to win, and the the refs were just carrying the Chiefs through the game. And look at the calls and the, having to play third down over again. None of that's true. None of that's true. You could the NFL's rigged. If you're a grown man, stupid. And you think the NFL's rigged? I don't know if you're doing it for bait or clout or what. But if you're a grown man, a grown adult individual or you, woman, because there's stupid women out there that too. Is let's true. just let's put that out there. Not just stupid men. There's stupid women as well. I'm gonna refrain a joke I had loaded up. Anyways, <laughs> Devlin, cut his mic. <laughs> Anyways, no. If you're a grown person and you believe the NFL's rigged or scripted for ratings and views, you're an idiot. You're the dumbest person I've ever met. And sometimes, hey, a call doesn't go your way. A call doesn't go that way. But everything was kind of deep. I think we're in the age where you can find a group of people that believe what you believe, no matter the, the facts. That third down, the ref tried to stop it. He could like, it, And the play didn't stop. He was on the field running. If you're a player, you can They showed see- it. They showed it. They showed on the team. That's the thing that killed me. Everybody was like, hey, why did they let him play third down over again? The ref runs in to stop it, and then 22 full-size athletic monsters are running around the field. He's like, oh, I don't want to get ran over right now because I'm not supposed to be in this part of the field. So let the play play out. It's stupid. Somebody could have got hurt. But the place was so loud, you couldn't hear whistles. Someone someone tweeted. I, I, I made that observation because a lot of Chiefs fans were upset. I was like, oh, they tried to stop the play, but it was so loud they couldn't hear. And the guy was like, you think the stadium was so loud for the team on offense? Yeah. Yes. exactly what happened. Are you watching that game? Tony Romo is screaming because he can't think. They're all sitting there saying, like, you can't even hear the whistles in our field mics. Like, people don't. You know those big tubes? They're, they're they holding like big, a, like they never played in a loud stadium. They've the, never been on the field in a loud stadium. That's that's it's the, impossible and, to hear anything. And this happens a lot in college. Arrowhead is a college stadium. Yep. That's the that's the build of Arrowhead, and people are just freaking out, saying, "How could they not hear these? They can hear on the field, possibly, possibly they can hear, but there is a wall of noise." coming into the stadium that's just it's different those big those big salad bowls on the sidelines of guys that's mics that's what those are they're mics to pick up field noise for the broadcast they can't those weren't even working because there's just too much noise happening the people this is the other side too if you think the nfl's rigged you're stupid because how can that many people hold on to a lie well, there was that one player. Benny Cunningham, I know. It's it's one guy. He lost one guy. his mind and was just like, I'm just going to start feeding the trolls. One guy was like, yeah, they make a sign a contract. That's what it is. They made a sign a contract and say it. No, no. Because also, you know how tough that would be too? First off, say it's just the officials are trying to rig the game. That doesn't do, that does nothing for the actual performance on the field. Why did Burrow throw two interceptions? Why did that guy push Mahomes? Why did Osai push Mahomes outside of the play? I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. You're like, if this is rigged, that's just stupid. That has nothing to do with it. Why would they game plan? Why would all these things happen if the NFL is rigged? I couldn't believe that was a real conversation. There was, and there's there's a subsect of people on the twit on the Bird app. The Twitter.com website. They need to burn it down. They need to burn it down. There is a subsect of people that take the 22, the fastest athletes on our planet Earth, and they will pause. They will pause mid-play, and they'll go, look at that. That's a hold. I I know. Uh, Michael Parsons goes on the Twitter.com app. Michael Parsons, one of the best players, one of the most talented players right now in the league, he shares a clip of Lane Johnson setting 
a tenth of a second early before the ball moves. You think a ref's going to call that, Micah? It's that fast in real yeah. time, but he's slowing it to a twentieth of a second margin. He's like, look. The- frame by frame, 8K visual, tick, 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 tick. I mean, how do you not see this? Your brains aren't working. <laughs> your brains don't work. You do not think past a complex level. You can pass algebra. You can't think three steps down the line. It's so it's so dumb. And for people say, well, so many hold calls were happening. Chiefs were just getting away. Same on the Bengals. You, that Bengals is, should hold more. They Chris hold Jones. More. Chris Jones was quite literally. They were grasping hands like it was Red Rover. Red well, Rover. If they didn't. He was going to yeah, murder Joe Burrow. That, they had to hold him. Majority of the time, he's getting held. And also, offensive play. How every game there's holding. Every game, every play there's holding almost. It just is. Yeah. And and it's it's some are going to get missed, some are going to get called. But no matter what, does holding really affect the game in the grand scheme of things? No, it's a coping mechanism for grown children that live in Cincinnati, Ohio, to try and validate their existence, yeah. which you have nothing to live for anyways, and now the Bengals let you down too. So Be mad at Burrow throwing two picks. Hey, yeah, because your hero. Frankly, your hero lost you the game. He got outstatted by Mahomes in every category. Turnover margin, yards, touchdowns. With one less ankle. Got outplayed by Joe Burrow. Oh. Yeah. No, it, it's Maybe next year it, <laughs> or not. It's it's wild. I will say this. Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. I think he's accurate. I will say some of the passes he got in that game that moved him down the field is just T. Higgins and Jamar Chase being absolute monsters. Hey, that one he threw to T. Higgins for the TD, that shows you why Joe Burrow's one of the Great best in the throw. league. Great throw. Great throw. Amazing. But it's the National Football League playoffs against Patrick Mahomes. You have to be on your A game 60 to 80 snaps. That fourth down. That fourth down to, to right before they score the touchdown with Joe Mixon to Jamar Chase. It was like fourth and two or something. And he just throws it up into double coverage, and Jamar Chase just climbs out of the heavens and grabs it. I mean, that's not a good quarterback throw. He just threw it in the vicinity. You know, it's the vicinity of Jamar Chase. And he goes up and grabs it. You're just like, oh, my God. That was a fourth down throw? That was a terrible idea, but wow. You know, I remember even saying that to my dad who's watching the game, freaking out. He's like, I can't believe they're going to go down and score. I'm like, look, it's fourth down. They're going to punt. And then all of a sudden he throws it. I'm like, oh, man, they might win. <laughs> I mean, if you're catching balls like that, it might be over. But, no, I mean, there's so much still to talk about it. There, The people that think the NFL is rigged, you're stupid. All right. 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. Come and if you believe the NFL's rigged, tell us about it. Call in. I'd love to have an actual conversation. We won't berate you. I I want to hear your side of it. What is a real side of it? Because you don't have one. That's why. 615-844-5600. Back after this here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. Clean up on the paperwork on that wreck that's been up there for a while involving a truck. It looked like it lost its uh, rear end or something. It was just a crazy looking wreck and it's still slow on 65 northbound near Trinity Lane. Traffic's on the increase not only in that area for this time of the afternoon, but it's also building to the south 65 and the Brentwood Franklin steady flow of traffic continues I-40 through Wilson County. Lots of radar this afternoon for some reason. I-24 out through Rutherford County. Nash Painting is Middle Tennessee's number one residential and commercial paint. Check them out online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. Winter weather advisory, a chance of some sprinkles, temperatures falling into the 40s. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on Nashville the Sports Radio. Stretch. I'm the WNSR's Rip Bennett. Yeah. Nah, I don't know if I can say that, man. I'm going to move on to the next one. The afternoon stretch, Bernard Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams, here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Last night, NFL football, one game terrible, one game amazing. It really was. It's actually so sad because we were just talking about how the NFL rigged stuff was so stupid. But it, it's really sad because... That game why would was they, great. Why, why would they? Why would they in the script? Why would they put the Eagles beating the Niners thirty-eight to whatever? Yeah, that's, seven, that's dumb. If there was a script, that's you know, ruin a product. <laughs> you know, that's the NFL rig's dumb. But it, what the whole that whole rhetoric just got stupid because the game was a fun game. I mean, if you were a, a Chiefs fan, you were freaking out. If you were a Bengals fan, you were freaking out. If you were neither of those teams' fans, you were freaking out watching that game. 
everybody had the same emotional response to that game last night. It was so fun. There's not one person who watched that game and was like, I don't care. No. That game had you sucked in from – I mean, it had everything. Travis Kelsey, was he going to play or play not play? And then he just shows up and does the most unathletic routes in, in football and is getting 12 yards every time. That that guy is amazing. The, the little that he does, he does he does nothing better than anyone in the NFL. I'll tell you what he does well. He trusts his first step. You'll never see Travis Kelsey take a false step off the line of scrimmage, even when there's someone covering him. He'll always cover at least like a foot and a half of ground, and that gives him a space. He does extremely great a separation because he has a long upper body, so he swings his upper body before his footwork even goes off, and that just gives him enough space. And he's also massive. He's massive in the open space. So even though he's not the fastest, he has great strides, so he collects yards on rack like that, and he doesn't mess around. He doesn't go side to side. He goes immediately upfield, and he uh, he makes it look easy because he does the simple things right. Yeah. And uh, now and now we have to call this guy the greatest tight end of all time. I mean, he's, he looks he like he is looks like a milk dud out there running. I'll tell you, the the best things in life are simple, and that's what he's he's the best because what he does is very simple. There's no. He doesn't have to high point a ball. He doesn't have to no. outrun of his employees. No. Yeah, you see him mossing people? That's, no. not, that's not what he, he does. He goes out 10 yards, and he turns around, <laughs> and Mahomes throws it to him. That's it. That's the game plan. I don't think I've and seen it always him catch works. a contested ball no, all season. Because there's no one near him. There's no one ever near him. And in this game, because we were talking about this last week, that he does this, but it's because Juju and MVS and those guys are down the field and they can cause problems for you, so you have to play those coverages. This game didn't even have that, and he was still doing it. Juju was gone immediately. Kadarius Tony got basically gone was immediately. Mm-hmm. You, you just had to – it was Travis – it was Noah Gray, Travis Kelsey. Uh, MVS. MVS, and that was it. Uh, Miracle Hardman, who, who hey – Sucks. He's, he's bad. That was his first game back. Yeah, he was been injured this whole time, and he just shows up, and it's like, well, he's running curl routes and won't run back towards the ball. He just sits there, waits for it to come to him. That's extremely low level football. You can't question Patrick Mahomes anymore. There, there's no more question. And this is the thing too. Everybody's like, what's he? Is he going to be healthy when he starts Super Bowl? Yes, that that's right. And guess what? Even if he's not, it doesn't matter because whatever he had beforehand is not going to be worse than what he did in this game. And now he gets two weeks to recover off that. So he's he's going to be 100% in my eyes for that Super Bowl. There's he'll, no excuse of ankle or anything. Good, uh, yeah, I, I don't like percentages. He'll be good. He'll be more than good enough. He'll feel real, really well rested. Because I can't imagine they're going to hit the practice field super hard. I'll, and I'll tell you this. No, they, they can't. Because, I mean, Travis Kelsey getting injured in the last snap of practice, like that's that was the that's what happened. It's the curse. That's the cursed rep. Yeah. Um, I think just how think it. You know, if you're Andy Reid, say we're going to run 70, 70 reps, and then at sixty nine, stop it. You know what I mean? Just do that. Just just don't tell anybody. And it's like, all right, all right, we're done. You know, everybody's like, what? Okay. You know, whatever. But uh, uh, I'll tell you one thing. It's a guarantee for the Super Bowl, even though we're two weeks away. Travis Kelsey will be the first touchdown of that game. He's been the first touchdown in each games uh, for these past two weeks in the Super Bowl. Was he the or first in the touchdown playoffs. in this one? Yes, he was the first touchdown. They they had field goals all the way up until, and then he caught the first touchdown of the game, and he did it against the Jags. Yep. He's going to be the first touchdown of the game. Super Bowl against the Eagles. 
It's going to be Travis Kelsey scoring a touchdown, and he's going to look over at his brother in the sideline and do something. I'm calling that right now. I don't know what it is. He's doing it, though. Put all your money on that one. Put all your money on Travis Kelsey first touchdown scoring the Super Bowl. Did you see the taunting penalty that the Chiefs right tackle got? So stupid. I mean, amazing. what was he doing? He ran up to him like this. He was like birding it. He was like, he, ooh. <laughs> then the penalty happens, and then Patrick Mahomes fumbles the throw. Yeah. I mean, just switch. There, he is like. He's thank, so lucky they won. Thank God. And that's Andrew Wiley. He yeah. was. He was. The eighth man on the roster when I was at minicamp there, like he was the guy that's next to get cut, and he survives Mitch Schwartz and free agency to start. He has a great story. That's a, you know that's a, <laughs> and it all came to an it, end. And I was watching him. I was like, oh no! There's one thing as an offensive lineman that you don't want to look over and see is your head coach Andy Reid pointing at his head at you. <laughs> you know, you just don't want that. How sad is that thought that he's uh, sitting there? Uh, he played. He probably played the after those possessions. He probably played the best he's ever played. If you go back and watch that, because it was like, whoops, time to lock in completely. Now I don't care about anything. That was one of the stupidest penalties. And then you have Mahomes, like, just it is. Forget how to throw a football. Hey, God bleeds. No, it's 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 the first. It's the first fumble he's ever had in the playoffs. It's four degrees outside. He just couldn't feel it. Yeah. I just couldn't hold it. He just couldn't hold he it. He probably couldn't feel his hands, so he's just and like, then Where? And the worst part is when you watch him try to get it, did you see the his, ankle. like, ankle yeah. cave in, too? I was like, oh, no. So, I mean, has he, does he, if he had a healthy ankle, he probably falls in the ball, and it's no big deal, and we just say, oh, well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, no. that There was so much of that game that was so fun to watch, and I, it, it had everything. That is up there for me is probably one of the best playoff games ever. Do you, do you agree, Devlin? Bills Chiefs. That was good. It came down to the coin. But this, well, and that's that's why it sucks, right? Like th- it ended off of a technicality in the in the playoffs. Which, by the way, we still haven't had overtime in playoffs yet for the new rule to take in effect. Will it happen in the Super Bowl? I don't know. No, it won't. Chiefs by twenty. But uh, I will say though, this game ended because it ended. Like people were like, I can't believe this game ended on a flag, and it's like it didn't end on a flag. The, the flag that happened was warranted. It ended on a four, it was a 45-yard kick by Harrison Butker. And if you've been following Harrison Butker all season, he sucked. He has sucked all season long. In the he made it when it counted. Look, I, give it to him. That's why I really wanted to stick with him, I guess. But he sucked during the regular season. That guy missed more extra point opportunities. If you go back and look, he was not good. He was not consistent this year. I'd rather have that in the playoff than Brett Maher. Hey, if, I, if you're a kicker and I know your name, that's a bad thing unless you're Justin Tucker. <laughs> is that his name I, also? I think it is. Justin Tucker? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Justin Tucker is If Justin I know Tucker. your name as a kicker, that is an awful thing. But, yeah, the 49ers-Eagles game, that game was just a travesty. Yeah. Just a travesty. I mean, because really, if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in that game, I mean, didn't they, they scored first, right? Christian McCaffrey on the ground. Did they not score for was the Eagles? Miles, Miles Sanders. Sanders scored for it. Okay, but still, their first drive with Purdy, they scored, though. And so I think that I know you could play the revisionists and all that kind of stuff and the, the what-if game, but I think if Brock Purdy's out there the whole time, the game's at least close. Do they get the same result? Probably. It's probably a win for the Eagles, but that game's much closer. Yeah, I think the Eagles are um, – the Eagles, well, are they're open as the favorite. One, one and a half points, right, Dev? Yes. Yeah, one and a half points, they open as the favorite, and I think they're going to – live up to that hype i know they're playing against patrick mahomes 
uh, and Travis Kelsey because yeah, they, and that's it. That's the chief, that's who they have to worry about on the Chiefs roster. It, it's simply the best duo. <laughs> you know that that's all that I will say. This is if the secondary can just cause some problems, and if Chris Jones can just stop the middle, if he stops the middle on the defense, I just don't see. I don't see Jalen Hurts throwing his way out of it. If they can shut down the run somewhat, then they're they're hindered immediately. And on the defensive side, we know that the, the Philadelphia sucks at stopping the run when there's a pass attack. So really? I and Isaiah Pacheco, I, once again, I've said this many times on these airwaves. Anybody puts on a Chiefs uniform and plays running back, it's going to work out for you. But that guy, that guy brings a whole element that the Chiefs just need. Not even not some top ten runner, but just the ability to make one guy miss and just get the first down. Yeah. Now, we've talked a lot about the teams that are left. I want to talk about Cincinnati because someone in that locker room. Let me make sure I have time. Yeah, someone in that locker room needs to solve the Eli Apple situation. And maybe maybe I'm overthinking it. His mom but deleted the, her Twitter. Did you see that? Well, she's she's back on it. I saw. Oh, is she I back saw, now? I saw it a few hours ago. That's less fun. <sighs> because man, all this talking, like I get at the end of the day, they're young they're young men trying to have fun, right? That's that's mainly what it is. But wow, can you see did you see how fired up the Chiefs were after the win? Like they were like oh, bro like they you know Oh no, I mean? that was yeah. That was a problem. Think. The mayor. Why do why do people want other people at their best? When Muhammad Ali was finding something you know what he was doing? He was driving to his house at 2 a.m., honking his horn and standing out in front of it because it's mental warfare. He didn't want him at his best. He wanted him to think he was a freak. He wanted this guy. He wanted to win at all costs. What happened to that? Uh, So don't give me that excuse like the Bengals are talking trash because they want the Chiefs at their best. No, I don't want them at their best. I want to win the Super Bowl. I hope everyone – I hope Brock Purdy – like if if your quarterbacks are all hurt and you can't play anymore, okay, I get another game check. My family eats more. So I don't – the Bengals need to chill out with all that trash talking they've been doing. It is ridiculous. I, Joe Burrow doesn't do it. And I think but because of Burrow him. head, yeah, Burrow needs to figure out a way to stop that. Burrow needs to go have a 30-goon beatdown on the mayor. Yeah, the, may, the mayor's out, right? The mayor uh, – Did you see, by the way – Yeah, you should get unelected. After we, we played that video on Friday when it came out about him doing all that stuff and Burrow Day or whatever all they said – uh, he went back on Twitter and was like, Cincinnati, I hear you. Got my competitive side just got a little kind of crazy. And then now he's lost. And all of his mentions are Chiefs fans and Cincinnati fans oh, yeah. that hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. He's not getting reelected from this. I good. hope not. I hope not. Good. I truly hope not. Frankly, good. <laughs> that was so funny. He was just like, I got a great video idea. <laughs> They're definitely going to beat. Like you know, he asked that too. He probably doesn't even follow football that no, much. He's like, he was like, they're gonna definitely win, gonna right? beat him, right? And somebody was like, oh yeah, for sure. You know, like they've, he's never lost to him. <laughs> like just talking. It was. He's like, yeah, I got a great idea for a video. Then. That is the worst. Also, the fact that people entertain that argument, and it's it's something we have to bring up just so like the audience knows. But like, if you're if you're going into a serious pick or like putting money on a game, and you're like Joe Burrow's or Patrick Mahomes never beat Joe Burrow. Yeah, and that's your only it's argument. Never gonna happen. That is that is like the most. Fox argument I've ever heard. <laughs> That's that just insane. Uh, 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. Got to run to a break. Hit the phones when we come back here on the afternoon stretch. 
Good afternoon. Cleanup continues on this truck crash. It happened a couple of hours ago north of town on 65 northbound, just past Trinity Lane. It's just been night. It's been a nightmare just trying to get north of the city. Again, it's still crawling as we check it out live. 65 again here at Trinity Lane. It's affected other routes like 65 over here at Metro Center. That's a little bit slower than normal as you approach Rosa Parks. It's a steady flow of traffic on 24 now past Bell Road, continuing into Rutherford County. Lots of radar at Rutherford and uh, also out there in Smith in Wilson County. Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee, edibles, flowers, concentrates. You can order online at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com free. Attention, if you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-841-0908. 800-841-0908. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-841-0908. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. 
I got to tell you something. It kind of self, it's kind of a self-embarrassing story. I'm just hanging out with my mom, and she's watching My 600-Pound Life. Great show. The woman was 670 pounds, and her boyfriend, I'm like, no way. Looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Follow the afternoon stretch on Twitter at Bruno Reagan and Zachariah W. Really, man? You want that? I'm not spelling that out. <sighs> the afternoon stretch. Bruno Reagan. Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. I heard that promo. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that one. Uh, six. Hey, hey. Thanks for reminding me, too, because that guy did look like me. <laughs> I want to go back and find that episode. Just be like, there's Bruno. Awful. <laughs> uh, 615-844-5600. Uh, Jeff of the Borough. Jeff, how you doing, buddy? All right, Zach. How you doing? Doing well. Did you have a good weekend? It was all right. Yeah, watch, watch a little football, more basketball. But a little bit, watch, watch a little bit of it. Did you watch that Bama team get upended? Oh, uh, yeah, I watched a little bit. I watched the first half. But, but all you needed to watch on this, you yeah. 68%. I'll make 13 or 14 shots. It's but all you need to watch. You don't need to watch anything on the average 64 and score about 94. And, you know, it's pretty much over with when they get 50 in the first half. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got pounded, which is, which is good. So, maybe maybe Vanderbilt will pound them Tuesday night. I'd like to see that happen. I don't know if it will or not. Though. I don't know about that. They're going to probably bounce back, I imagine. Oh, yeah, it probably will. But you never you never can tell. Maybe the, maybe the rims will clankety-clank. But like, about like Kentucky did in the first half. Kansas couldn't make any free throws then. Couldn't get any stops in the second half, so that's about, about, about the size of that. But Rep Arena was a great atmosphere Saturday night. I'll give them that. They packed it in there and made it real loud. It sounded good. It sounded good. So sounded good first time in a while. It sounded like that. So River sounded real good. And they played all right. So you just got to get it back and play play uh, play the Kermit Davis, Kermit Davis man this week on Florida Saturday. So I hope those things pounded on me. It's about 60. I hope I was cow. I pounded him, pounded him real good. Then maybe he'll get fired next week. Be be nice, but you know, be, I think he's on the on the verbal hot hot seat right now. So we'll have to wait and see what happens at the end of the end of the uh, end of the year. But I guess you guys are counting down baseball season, huh? It'll be fun. We I'm do excited like for a uh, uh, bandy baseball for sure. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I'm talking about bandy baseball. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited. They should this year really they like the excuses of a lot of last year like should go away because. The, the staff that they're pulling in this year, the 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 rotation and the bullpen they're going to have on the bump, they're they're a top tier coming in, yeah, as they usually are. It but. really felt like Vanderbilt got a cop-out last year for like how they underperformed, especially against other SEC teams, a la Tennessee. You're allowed you know. one bad year yeah, when I, you're that dominant. And they're not, it's not like it was bad. They won, what, 30 games? In the oh, yeah, they still yeah. – like, like that's what we talked about last year. Uh, a bad season for Vandy is a one of the best seasons. Same thing with Kentucky <laughs> yeah. and basketball right now. Like Still making it to regionals, almost win regionals, go to su- almost went to super regionals. You know, so their team is still top end of the league, but uh, of the of the college baseball period. So where, where, where they hit California's first weekend? Actually, I don't know their schedule off the top of my head right now. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know they were. Going to no, in Vandy, they're going to Hawaii probably. I mean, it just well, feels I mean, like well, that's always know. where they're going yeah, to start. The athletic department has they, a racket over I think they probably got somewhere. I know Tennessee's going somewhere, some kind of college deal. They're playing like four or five different teams or something that first weekend. So I'm not sure all they're playing, but I think they're going to Houston or somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah, I think, yeah, they're in Texas. They're in Texas for that uh, kickoff event or whatever. Or whatever, whatever it is. So it won't be too much longer. Maybe the warm weather gets here in August, rain will 
Frank, we, we only had about 10 inches this month, so we, we, we've had enough this month for the next six months. We don't have to worry about any more rain for, for a good while. We, we can be in New Zealand, though, and be flooded to death. We don't have to worry about rain for three years. You see all the rain over there? No, I haven't kept up on my yeah, New yeah, Zealand yeah, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, it, it's, it's been on the news. It, it's flooded. They got like, I think, 40, I think 40 times or four times what they get in a normal month. They got like four times in one day as far as what, what they measure the how they measure their their uh, rainfall or whatever they had the, they, it, it was so bad the schools were closed till I think for all week they've been closed all last week and all this week schools are closed up roads are flooded in New Zealand yep yeah, yeah, that's tough so I hope bad. they're all okay over there it's just so bad so bad over there that just about everything's closed up wow it's everything so but uh, and all that kind of stuff I appreciate you calling in Jeff six one five eight four four fifty six hundred if you want to jump in. Uh, yeah, it's college baseball showdown. That's what it's called. I could I couldn't remember what they called the event, but yeah, they're going to be in Austin, Texas, uh, playing over there at Globe Life. Uh, start off February seventeenth. This is the Vandy boys uh, taking on TCU, then Oklahoma State, then Texas uh, through the seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun when they get it all kicked off, and then uh, first home game will be uh, here in February twenty first against Central Arkansas, who is one hundred percent going to catch. These hands because I remember watching it was Jack Leiter. This was the COVID year, I guess technically it was 2020, but they got to start off against uh, USA, uh, South Alabama, and it was Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker, I believe. Uh, it might have been just Jack Leiter that first night, but anyway, they they play they had the pitching rotation that just was it was like 18 strikeouts in this game against South Alabama and you can just tell you can just see when the guys are walking up there's like what are we doing here <laughs> like we're going to what are we ta- what, what are we doing is right after Vandy won the national championship it was the first first game back yeah they were <laughs> couldn't be me I would hit dingers right I don't care who's picking you guys show up right you got to have a little bit of it in you that you're just like I'm going to I'm going to show up and play here you know and no didn't happen didn't happen though well then you swing at pitches that kumar throws at the dirt and you're like how'd that happen yeah. you're like why'd i swing gosh man that was that was the most fun watching pitchers i've ever had yeah kumar and jack Leiter, just absolutely devastating <laughs> other teams christian littlefield just ever oh yeah christian I- littlefield oh man yeah <laughs> people just go ahead and jump in on that if you don't know if you don't understand why he said Littlefield, then you're not going to be able to. You're not a stretcher. You haven't been. Yeah, you're not a stretcher. You haven't been listening around long enough. What do you need to gaslight our viewers more? All right, just lie. Patrick Madomes uh, played really good football last night. I know. Well, one one uh, what's it called? <laughs> one one little storyline is this is Andy Reid also playing against the Eagles. You know, and that 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 has got to be the catalyst, by the way, why everybody thinks the NFL's rigged. They're just like, how does Andy Reid play Kelsey his Bros. old team? Kelsey Bros, which is first time ever brothers playing against each other. Also, uh, first Super Bowl, two black quarterbacks. Yep. That's Jayla awesome. Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. A lot of firsts going on here. A lot of firsts. Also, Chicago fans, uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad goes on, I guess, radio now. I didn't even know he, his dad existed, so this is a first. Uh, his dad's a MLB, former MLB player. I didn't know that. Yeah. The Mets, I believe. Well, anyways, he goes and he's talking Shocker. About- high-end athlete. Had a father that was a high-end athlete. Yeah. I... I I have, well, now completely sidetracked. I'm a TikTok consumer, and I saw this one lady post a video of her son playing, like, middle school football, and she said his dream's the NFL. I think he'll get it. And I'm just – Is your dad in construction, or is he in the NFL? Exactly. (laughs) I made it pretty far, and I made it because my mom is an extreme athlete. Mm -hmm. 
you're a random white lady. It's going to be tough. It's it. Racist, but okay. Well, true. <laughs> you're not playing cornerback. I'll tell you that right now. You lost half. You can't play half the positions in the league. <laughs> Are you good at pulling pulling you, blocks? <laughs> you better. All right, you and your you your you and your husband are both white. That boy better be Travis Kelsey or three hundred pounds. Yeah. Pick one. <laughs> he was he was he was middle school like running routes. I'm like, nope, this isn't working. <laughs> you run a, a button hook uh, and you find space in the zone. That's what right. you do. All right, go ahead. What are you talking about, Pat Rome's dad? Oh, okay, they're great. Bears fans, how sick are you? How sick are you right now? And I love Justin Fields. Love him. I'm a. I think Justin. I have a man crush on Justin Fields. I'm you do. Afraid. You are a fanboy of. No, no. I'm Justin not afraid Fields. to admit it. I think that guy has all the potential in the world. Man, if I was a Bears fan, I would. I would be on top. Where Bears fans it's have. It's easy a, to say that now. Yeah, absolutely. It's That's easy the point. to say that. Now. Patrick. What happened is oh, Patrick Mahomes' dad went on a local radio station in Kansas City and said uh, the Bears told him he was going to draft at him. three. At yeah. three. And of well, course, they traded up at three and took. Took Mitch, but Mitch the Bears were like, he got Bruno Reagan before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. Now Bears fans can sit there and say, we could have been here. It could have been us. And the Bears. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be Patrick Mahomes if it wasn't for being in the Chiefs system, if it wasn't for being with Andy Reid, if it wasn't having Travis Kelsey, if it wasn't having Tyreek Hill. He is now to the point where it doesn't matter who his wide receivers are. Yeah. But at the beginning of it, to have the best of the best, to build the confidence that you are, and then defenses have the fear of who you are and what you've done. He also got to sit out a year. A lot of people forget that. Yeah, Patrick behind Holmes. Alex Smith, who's also was, uh, was a good quarterback to learn from. You know, so there's a there's a lot there that just because you draft Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean you're all of a sudden going to be this top tier. Nobody had Patrick Mahomes on their radar of, oh, he's the next, you know, greatest of all time coming through. Nobody had that. And he's 27 years old. What he's done now has been amazing. And he's, we're, like I said this yesterday, we're going to see that Bengals, Joe Burrow versus Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, AFC Championship forever. We're going to see it forever. It's going to happen until both of these guys quit because they're the best in the AFC. That's just, those are, those are the two best quarterbacks in the game going at it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, just because the Bears could have drafted them, probably best for everybody that they didn't. And they can just be obscure and gross. The Bears don't even want to be in Chicago. I anymore. hate Chicago. <laughs> I hate the whole place. I hate all the teams there. They're yeah, stupid. Windy City. The Bulls are dumb. Who cares? Michael Jordan's actually dumb too. So there you go. LeBron's the greatest of all time. Wow. That yeah. was the most that was hot take radio in Chicago record, Blackhawks. Record stupid. Time. Racist name. Change your name. <laughs> what else can I do? I made I wrote a paper or I did a speech for my speech class once in college and I uh was talking about why the Redskins were a good or bad name. I literally can't remember what side I was on. <laughs> but I was like, "What how would you feel if there was a team called the Yellowskins?" And uh my teacher lost it. So <laughs> 615-844-5600. We got to run to a break back after this here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. It's still very busy at 24 as you continue out through Rutherford County. Still a mess on 65 northbound, just past Trinity Lane, working in an accident north of Nashville for the last, what, two and a half hours. So just allow yourself extra time. I hear all the major outbound routes have really increased with a lot of traffic. Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee and the entire nation. You can order online at snapdragonhemp.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com. You can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report. Both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. It's a Bill King show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love it. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show that makes the average person say, hey, I can do that. The Afternoon Stretch. The Afternoon Stretch. We were just talking about this in the break. Everybody was so mad at Tony Romo, how the Chiefs game was done. I I personally, and I'm not taking, I'm taking my whole radio side out of this. I didn't notice anything that was just like, Oh, this game is unlistenable. I was watching the CBS broadcast and listening to him, Jim Nance. Jim Nance does a great job. I know that. That's the main person you listen to. Yeah, I mean, I think this take should get you excluded from ever going to that level. Like, that's like calling Mitch Trubisky a good player. You're just like, I think Mitch Trubisky is a great player. <laughs> because, hey, if I can notice, Tony Romo, couldn't. he couldn't speak English. Like, he was fumbling his words every single sentence. He couldn't complete a sentence. It was, I saw a lot of people hating it. I don't know. I just... 
Did that change your watching experience? Yes. It really it did. It makes yes. it frustrating. It was, it was that bad. It was awful. I don't know. I was streaming it on Discord to my friends, and we were all like, what is what is this guy talking about? He's one of, one, of, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Can't talk. And it was so loud, he was screaming, like, absurdly. Well, yeah, that's Kansas City. You just had to. You got to deal with it. I'll say this, too. I'll throw out a caveat. Nobody cares. It's four degrees outside. They are sitting outside. They're like, they have the windows open. They're feeling it, too, because who knows if they were just freezing as well. Maybe that's, I don't know. I didn't notice anything, personally. And I know Devlin said this. Greg Olson, should they want to take Greg Olson? He's the best. Was that going to be your Super Bowl commentator? Greg Olson barely talks on broadcasts. He doesn't say anything. He's a Super Bowl commentator? Yeah, it's on Fox this year. That's crazy. Yeah, Kevin Burkout, it's his first year. Yeah, yeah, I was in the XFL with him. (laughs) First hour's done, second hour coming up. Tyree Nichols' stepfather, Rodney Wells, says after watching the video of his son's arrest, he got the sense that the officers involved knew how the encounter would end before they approached Tyree's car. It was like they was on a mission, like they had already determined the outcome of what they wanted to do. A sixth officer involved in the arrest has been relieved of duty. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu welcomed Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to Israel. This alliance is something that President Biden is committed to. I've known him for 40 years. He's a true friend of Israel, a true champion of this alliance, as are you. Blinken will meet tomorrow with Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas. President Biden's in Baltimore to kick off a major rail tunnel construction project, which will be funded by the bipartisan infrastructure bill. At least 59 people are dead after a suicide bomber struck a crowded mosque in Pakistan. This is ABC News. Never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. And you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. AdoptUSKids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef, you tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Grizzlies are a fun team. They're a really good team. They're playing extremely well. The Grizzlies have a reputation of getting under a lot of people's skin because they are a cocky, mouthy team. They're good. They back it up. But somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be the heel of the NBA, and probably right. they're the heel right, right. now. And I think, I think they enjoy that role. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-785-9132. Okay, it's happening. It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Second hour of the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. 615-844-5600 if you want to jump in. Here till 6 o'clock tonight. we got an hour left. Less than an hour now. And then the snow's going to come down apparently. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rain ice. That's what they said. I saw a picture of Eric Bieniemy in a Titans uh, <laughs> outfit. Is that real? Can sources confirm? Yeah, I think I think he's already taken the job. <laughs> hey, it, it's crazy. Titans fans, we need to know our place. We need to know our place. Where you throw yourself in there? Huh? I'm glad you throw yourself in there. I'm a Titans fan. Yeah, I'm a Titans fan unless anybody I know plays against them. Then I, I don't care. Yeah, but they have to actually play. Yeah, that too. That too. But. I think Titans fans need to come to the cold, clear realization that we're a bottom-tier organization in terms of, like, destination in almost all aspects. We're a stepping stone. It kind of, And you're going to hate this, from, you're gonna hate this for, especially for me. It feels like they're the vanity of the NFL. You can have success here. But it's not, it's not what people consider their end destination or their dream job. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I think it's somewhat fair. I, I would say if I'm going to give Vandy of the NFL, it's going to the Browns. Just never win anything, really. That's that's what I'm going to give it to. And that's a slight on the Browns. Uh, but I, I think that there's a lot of people right now. I mean, we saw the hire. Uh, Kellen Moore today gets hired, goes to the Chargers. OCs are starting to drop off the board. And there's it sounds like there's no movement. From what the Titans are doing. And I understand Titans fans are just throwing this out there. Oh, well, we're waiting to get either Matt Nagy or Eric Bieniemy. Well, Eric Bieniemy's definitely had chances. 
you think what in what world do you think Eric Bieniemy is coming to Tennessee to be an OC? He's going to make a lateral move to the Tennessee Titans, a lesser program, well, lesser a lesser franchise, lesser t- lesser everything. Yeah, that's think he's going to make a lateral move. And people say, well, he doesn't call the plays in Kansas City. Yeah, he does. that doesn't matter. And he does also. Well, it, it, even if he does, doesn't or doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's the OC of the Kansas City Chiefs. He is the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best offenses for the past decade. He is that guy. And I think that that alone should have already hired him if he wanted. Does he interview bad? Who knows? If there's something else out there, who knows? But he's had enough chances where the NFL has put such strict strict policy changes to get more minority coaches in the NFL. It should have been a done and easy hire. It should have been it, it should have already happened. A team should have already taken him. I don't think he I think you know what I think Airbnb wants? To be an OC. He wants to be the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Andy sure. Reid's gonna retire at some point. It's probably happening sooner rather than later. Because the guy is older. And you know, if he wins another Super Bowl, if he wins this Super Bowl against his former team, I mean it's almost like mission done for him. And he could step in and be the Chiefs. They would the Chiefs would make him the age, the head coach right away. That's what I think it is. I think they're just – he's just waiting his time out. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be the head coach of the Chiefs. I'm going to get to take this awesome rocket ship to the moon. That would be a hilarious turn of events if he's just – he's interviewing just to, like, just to do it, just for fun. But in reality, he has no plans to make a move. I just don't believe he's going to – and then the Matt Nagy side, people would say, well, Matt Nagy could be the OC. And I, and I agree with that. Matt Nagy is a terrible decision. He wants to be a head coach again. He's not just going to chill out. If he has one, two good years, he's gone. There's no future with Matt Nagy. It's only the present. I think that's a good problem to have. I don't think that should deter you from hiring. It could people. be. It could be a good problem. I, I yeah. I just don't. I don't like that in the hiring process. Like this guy would be great, and we if we. But the problem is, if we have too much success, he would move on. Yeah, a lot of people would move on. That's part of the. I mean, look at. Look at the Falcons. Yeah. You know, they became Titans 2.0 based off all the Titans success of two years ago. You fall into the trap of where the Titans are, which is just higher from within again, which I think is probably what's going to end up happening. Uh, I just just see that happening. 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. Let's go to Hendersonville. CJ, how you doing, CJ? Hey, doing great. Want to dive in, uh, keep it right here on point on the NFL and – digging into the game last night, uh, the later game with the Chiefs. And, you know, I know there's been a lot of talk about the referee and, and, and the way that game was ref. And, and you know, as far as the big play down the stretch there with the with the 15-yard penalty, which set up uh, kind of, uh, I wouldn't say a chip shot for Butker, but, uh, you know, a relatively easy field goal for him. And I, I, I thought of that in that situation as far as, ref, you know, referees love to make a call at every level. And it takes a very mature referee to make a no call. And and what I, what came to my mind when we're of course we're talking about the late hit there on, on Pat Mahomes there uh, late in the game. Mm-hmm. And I thought about an NHL referee. It, it isn't an NHL referee in a situation that so schooled on a no call on understanding on late in the game. You know, a championship game, third period. They're they're more. And I don't know if it's the culture over there to make that to understand, you know, the ramifications of making a big call. Uh, was it a late hit? Yeah, it was. But was it 
uh, one that we just want to hand the game over? And, and I think the answer is no. I think it's a no call because I don't think we just want to let the ref – because in that situation, the referees decide the game. Maybe you swallow the whistle there and you, you, you've got a makeup call coming in overtime. Um, but I, I just – I feel like I, my mind was – you know, what would an NHL referee done right there? And, and do we need to have maybe some of that talk going on? CJ, I, I get that. I understand the rhetoric of that. But you also have to take into the account of what the NFL has put on a precedence of injuries in this one. And a play like that where it's as, as obvious as it can get, you're throwing not only a quarterback but the quarterback for the NFL into a trainer, into the a bench. I mean – there's so much rhetoric that if that was no called, it's up on the level of what the the NFL had happened. Uh, what was it, three years ago, four years ago now in the 20, I think maybe 2018 uh, NFC championship between the Saints and the Rams when they just missed a blatant P.I. defensive pass interference that would change the, the momentum of the game. I understand it was at the end of the game, and it's it's easy to say, well, that just decided that. It didn't. It was a call the same from the beginning to the was has to be at the end when the clock strikes zero. They have to be as consistent as they can. Now, were they consistent yesterday? No. But when something is that obvious and that clear that you have to call that, you have to call that. You just you just do. And and it's not even just the quarterback side of it. If that's any other player, they call that. If that's week three, they call that. If it's a wide receiver going out that way, they call that. That play is going to be called a million times. And let's remember, it was a 45-yard field goal going into the win. That is a tough shot regardless for Butker. Uh, we were talking about that in the first hour. But I do understand that. I don't like the idea, though. I, I really think there needs to be – something has to change in the NFL – that it's either every play is automatically reviewed to see if there was. They have enough money and enough people out there to say, we can look here in New York or wherever that, okay, that was clearly a foul. This needs to be called. They need to do that and stop the pace of play for a second to say, okay, this was the foul. We got it in. Or they need to do what you're saying and kind of start swallowing whistles. But when something like that happens, it feels like it is a must. You have to call something like that. And Osai well, has to be better for that, too. He can't do that. And that's why he was so yeah. emotional after the game because he knew. I was like, I, yeah. he knew he messed up. Well, and I, and I heard Andy Reid say something that was really enlightening to me before the game. He, he was talking about that, that specific game or that NFC championship game. And it's almost like a Super Bowl. He said, you, you can't anticipate how fast this game is. He says, I don't know if it's adrenaline. I don't know what it is. But he said, this game, in these AFC championship games and these Super Bowl games, he said, they're just, they're, you know, NFL is already a fast game. He said, it's just even on a different level that, I, that he, and he explained it really well, and you kind of got some insight how brilliant he is. He said, there's so much adrenaline, and when you're on the, si the sidelines watching this game, he said, I can't really explain to you how fast this game is. And that, and that kind of plays in to that last play where you're playing at such adrenaline, such, such a pace that, it, that it's really hard. And I, and I think if you go back and look at that, Mahomes did a little bit of – I think he did a little acting job there too. I think he kind of uh, – you know, I think he, he kind of expressed that a little bit more too. But I, I understand that that, that that is a call that you have to make. But I, I just really hated to see – the game come down to that situation and, and that was you know such a tough a tough way for that one day it is but that's the skill set of football is in that in that massive adrenaline in the speed of the game 
can you keep your wits about you? That's a skill set in of itself. Yeah. And, they, yeah. and, yeah. They, and yeah. for being – and Osaiza, I mean, that dude was playing his tail off. He had an amazing game. Yeah. He was playing he really his tail did. off. But that's the adverse right. side of it where – and he, I have no doubt the guy will learn from that. No doubt he'll learn from this experience. It'd be better because of it. But, yeah, I think I it it – it's so unfortunate for a game to end that way because it's anticlimactic in a way. You're just like, oh, well, there it goes. Well, on the other side of it, the Bengals yeah. could have blocked the kick. You know, try and, and, You know, and, and giving this in, into the Titans' direction, what the Titans need to, to, to do now to be able to compete against, you look at these two teams with young quarterbacks, the only way I think the Titans looking at it from the next three to five to eight years compete with these elite AFC teams is you've got to go out and find a franchise quarterback, a top five quarterback, and, and to me the answer is you got to swing hard at the draft. And, and even if you've got to give picks and move up, even if you miss, the only solution to me, you look at every one of these guys now that are playing at a high level. I know everybody wants to throw the Tom Brady exception out. These are all top picks. The, the Bengals were nothing until the day they gifted a number one pick with Burrow. You look at Mahomes, he's a top ten pick. You look at all these quarterbacks, they're gold, they're in the top ten. And you you have to draft a franchise quarterback in the top five, top ten picks. Now, did we miss on some? You look at Marcus uh, Mariota. Yeah, that was a miss. But you got to get back up on your horse and you got to swing again. You can't go and try and find a guy in free agency because you're talking about elite-level AFC quarterbacks now that are young and franchise quarterbacks. There isn't a guy in the there isn't a guy in free agency that's going to compete against these guys. There's there's two or three guys in this draft, and it's up to you and your scouting department to figure out which one it is. And you go, you give up the resources, and you swing at them. That's your only shot, only shot, only shot to go after. The, the Chiefs and the Bengals here in the next three to five, eight years. I will say the Titans are getting the benefit of the doubt by proxy of they are one of the last teams to not have a young quarterback. So eventually we'll, we'll <laughs> there will be too many for – we'll have to draft one. We might be able to get one at 30. But, Zach, go ahead. I know you got a point. Too. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, CJ, I appreciate the call, man. That was a great call. <laughs> yeah, so that was a great call. 615-844-5600 if you want to get in. Uh, I, no, 100%, I agree. It sucks because Bryce Young – I look at Bryce Young, I'm like, this is a can't-miss prospect. How many times do we get a can't-miss prospect? I'm trying to think of people that I genuinely thought were can't-miss. Because I didn't, I didn't think Patrick Mahomes was can't-miss. I didn't think Baker Mayfield was can't I thought you could miss with Baker Mayfield. I thought you could miss with Patrick Mahomes. I thought Josh Allen could definitely be a miss. I'm trying to think of quarterbacks where I was like, you can't miss with that guy. Trevor Lawrence. That was Trevor Lawrence one. was a can't-miss. That's, that's true. He was can't-miss. To me, Lamar... Lamar kind of got the Johnny Manziel treatment, yeah. And I was like, this guy's going to be a stud, but I, you know, I wasn't confident enough to say. I feel like Bryce Young is. I mean, just can't miss. That's going to well, be a good quarterback at the least. To that point, and to CJ's point, that's what we talked about last week or maybe two weeks ago. Now I just haven't watched enough of CJ. Do the do the do the do the Bears say no to trading away their first pick and for the Titans' first pick and Derrick Henry? I don't think so. I really don't think so. You get Derrick Henry and you move back ten spots. That is still where you're going to because they're they're not in the quarterback conversation. They're with Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a good quality player that is. you have to surround with him. You know, so I, I think there's something there that you really could move up. The conversation should be had. Rand Carthon, first job day one should be that. I, hey, if he did that, I you get the first I'd, round pick. I'd be head over heels. Yeah, that'd or, be a, a win on both sides. 
Because, look, Titans fans are going to be upset. No Derrick Henry. But you got to change. You got to change. They're, I just don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. It's too. They're too far away from a team, Texans, who are already at two, and they, they're they going to get one of two can't-miss prospects. I, again, I have enough, watched enough of CJ. Yeah, you want to make sure you want to get one, though. Yeah. That's for the Titans side. You don't yeah. want to get Will Levis. It really does look like we're trending that way. I don't know. Devlin, you were going to say something. What, are you, what were you going to say? Uh, can't-miss quarterbacks. If you ask anybody up north, Joe Burrow was a can't-miss. Yeah. And then potentially you could debate uh, Deshaun Watson. Come Joe Burrow was also a can't-miss. That is true. Yeah. He was can't. You cannot miss with this guy. Just If you need a quarterback, draft this guy. And, and once again, but look at the situation that Joe Burrow came into. Joe Mixon, was a, he was a good running back. He's He's progressed immensely. But then you, they end up getting Jamar Chase. They had T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, who is a huge factor in that wide receiver. They had a great wide receiver room already walking into that building. And at the time, Ozama was there as a tight end, who C.J. Ozama was a good tight end as well. But He's with the Jets now, right? Yeah. Kind of doing, uh, huh? doing nothing with the Jets. Well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. the Jets. You know. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's about surrounding your quarterback, too. That's the other side. Patrick Mahomes, like I said, he had Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey. I mean, he walked into a a, a, a hard-fought offense already that was already good. He walked into a great situation, and, and it was there. So there is there is a way that it's done, but you throw some quarterbacks into the mix, and Marcus Mariota is a terrific one out of that when Bishop Sankey is your running back and Kendall Wright is your best wide receiver. That's, that's what you're going to get. It's going to be tough. It's going to be an uphill fight. Well, then we're talking about drafting Bryce Young. What tools are we going to give him if we sell the house for him? That's the other side of this equation. I don't know. This is And guess what? This is why they brought in Rand Carthon to be paid all the big bucks to answer it down the street. And guess what? You're going to have to answer it now because the Titans cannot fall backwards. You can't let it happen. They're trending backwards so hard. It's unbelievable. John Robinson, his first year, they went, what, 9-7, and seven, I think, the first year. That was his worst year, technically, because he didn't finish this season. <laughs> Rick Harthen, you're going to be attributed to whatever John Robinson did. Everything you did is going to be compared. Put in a microscope. Your first few years, got to make it hit now. And, and that's a good side about the NFL. You can do that. You can be the worst team of the year, and then the next season draft Joe Burrow, and then go into the next season after that and be in the Super Bowl. That's what the NFL is great for. Because you could do that. In, in two years, you could be in the Super Bowl, wherever you're starting from. It's possible. You just got to put it out in the right way. Super Bowl matchup. Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles playing against Anthony Richardson and the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. <laughs> oh, man. Never in a Would he go years. back to being AR-15 here in Tennessee? That's oh, the question. I would. I, I don't know what I would call him. I would, that's a good name. I know he wants to get away from it, but I like it. 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, jump in on the other side. We come back. I want to switch up, talk a little, about, uh, a little bit about the NBA. More specifically, a game that happened a few nights ago against the Lakers and the Celtics. If you haven't, if you haven't followed this one, you're going to want to hear it on the other side here on the afternoon stretch. 
Good afternoon. They continue to work this crash north of Nashville on 65 northbound north of Trinity Lane. It's just causing a lot of delays in this area. Has been for the last three hours. Uh, again, 65 northbound just dragging up around Trinity Lane. It's increasing even more on the south loop. The west loop still looks pretty good over here. I-40 as you head over towards Jefferson Street. Still watch for some radar. Uh, I-40 out through parts of the Lebanon area, Wilson County. Hey, Snapdragon Hemp serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee. Edibles, flowers, concentrates online at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention, if you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems and all collections and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. The Titans offseason is going to be a big to-do in this market. They have a new general manager in place, and there's a lot of uncertainty of where this team is going. What's their approach with a brand-new general manager? Is it trim the dead weight, trim the fat, and try to come back and we're good enough to win it? I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Win a division? I think that's exactly what they're going to do. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Afternoon Stretch. The best show? Yeah. Nah, I don't know if I can say that, man. I'm going to move on to the next one. The Afternoon Stretch. Colonel Reagan. 
Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. If you want to get involved, 615-844-5600. We want to talk to you. Uh, Saturday, the, the Lakers and the Celtics played. And that game was very fun to watch. It was very fun. And it didn't get fun until the end, really, in my opinion. Basketball games are so fun to watch in the last five minutes. I just love it. That's when I really want to tune in because everything happens. But in that game against the Lakers where the Celtics won that one, 125 to 121, the worst missed call I think I've ever seen in my life happened. If you were watching this game, I mean, it sets up to be a storybook finish. LeBron James driving into the basket, final seconds of the game left. And he misses the shot, but he is clearly fouled. And then LeBron James goes into a... LeBron James, if my social security card was stolen, I got $100,000 of debt put in my name, and my entire bank account was clean out, I would not react the way LeBron James reacted to getting fouled. It was absurd. He threw, frankly, he threw a grown man tantrum. He did. And it's, it's deservedly so because he was fouled by – it was Jason Tatum, And a clutch right? part of the game where, hey, in the NBA, we've seen with the Lakers, you know, they are always typically one to two games of sneaking in or out of the playoff. So well, every and, game matters. And how apropos, too, of how that Chiefs game ends. We're talking about, oh, I can't believe this game ends on a foul. This would have been the same way. It would have set – I mean, how much time was going to be left in that game, Devil? And it Not was, too long. It was yeah, a second was, or two. It was going to seal a win. It yeah. was going to seal a win. They were going to put LeBron to the line. He just has to make one, and they win the game. And LeBron was going to make it. He was going to make one of them. Uh, well, he doesn't get fouled. They don't call it. They go into overtime. The Lakers just quit. It seems like they just quit in that overtime, and they end up losing. But a whole host of things happen in the meantime. As they're going into overtime, Pat Beverly – goes and grabs, I guess, a reporter or somebody said, oh, look, I have a photo of him getting hit of his arm. And you see, I mean, the video, it's so clear. You just see it happen. But you, you, he takes the camera and he walks up to the, the head official and says, look, <laughs> he fouled him. And he gets a tech. <laughs> gave, gave me PTSD because my dad did that once for me in wrestling. <laughs> Did he really? My dad was recording a wrestling match, and I was uh, wrestling against a pretty good guy. And uh, I took him down. I it was, I took him down. Like I took the guy down. Then they were like, "No takedown." And I was like, "Whatever." It, it, me, I don't get that emotional when I'm. You never lost in high school, so it doesn't matter. So yeah, you I, won this one clearly. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was like, okay, I'll do it again. And my dad was like. I have it right here. He's talking to the ref, and the ref's like, "Does he have my good side?" I was, and my dad knows I don't, I don't like him. But it, it gave me PTSD seeing Pat Beverly do that. But it was also hilarious. It's like, look at this. He gets teched up for it. Hilarious. Worth it, by the so way. So worth it. Uh, and then LeBron has like the all-time meltdown ever. Chandler Parson on Fanduel TV. Don't know what that is. I, I guess know. it's a station. They have their own network. I guess. Fun. Uh, on. <laughs> went and, uh, uh, he said this on here. He said, I can watch my French bulldog get ran over by the mailman right now. And I would not react like that. <laughs> he stole my joke, but it was way funnier. I can watch my bulldog get ran over. And I, yeah, no, I've, that's, 
that's what like meth heads on the street look like. Yeah. I I don't know. I can't remember the last time I've seen a human being react like that to something. He looked like he was going for an Oscar. I mean, it was <laughs> all that space. Chris Jam Rock too. got slapped in front of millions of people and just and, held it. And it was just like, uh, <laughs> all right. LeBron was going insane. He was he, running he all over the place. He went sicko mode. Anybody yeah. ever hear that song? <laughs> <laughs> LeBron looked like he was at a Travis Scott concert. Uh, then later on, uh, I believe this was yesterday, actually, um, the official NBA refs Twitter account. Oh, my God. This was also pathetic. This is very pathetic. I, I think that's a, this is something in culture now that we have with sports that it's like it's you see it a lot with the SEC officiating how they have to come out and say like this happened and are bad and it's mostly about Vanderbilt football games but yeah. go ahead <laughs> yeah <I> mean, <laughs> uh the, this tweet comes out it's I mean this is one of the lowest T tweets I've ever seen ever T meaning testosterone yes I mean low like everyone else referees make mistakes Sh shut up why do you have replay in the game you know what I mean which NBA does have we made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. The NBA. God, I, I don't want to sound like a – like a I, there's so much I want to say, but keep it in the sports world. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it best. That is the lowest testosterone tweet I've ever seen in my life. Get over it. We made a mis We screwed up. Sorry. We we're gonna have sleepless nights. Uh, 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 I can't sleep. I'm sorry, LeBron. I'm so sorry. I'm saying, this is me. If I this is me. If LeBron had that breakdown in front of me and I was a ref, this is me the next night. Get over it. Also, LeBron, like tossing and turning. I need, I need mother. I need milk to help me sleep tonight. These, I made a bad call. I made a bad call. I mean, shut up. That is the stupid. Could you imagine anybody actually reading that and thinking, I feel bad for these officials. They have it really bad. I mean, whoever wrote that tweet doesn't. Your, does not. Your wife chooses where you guys eat. Well, that, like that's that, a, <laughs> <laughs> honey, I, I think I want to go to Chili's. Uh, no, Bob. We're going to Charlie's again. You've always been stupid, Bob. You know that? You're nothing like your brother. <laughs> God, I don't know the rage I would feel. I would be going 110. <laughs> I'd be going 110 down the neighborhood. And oh, you'd be like, you'd be like Stan, you know, from oh, M.M., you know, yeah. I just drink it for the vodka, you dummy and drive, you know. Like <laughs> no, don't test. Don't play with me. I'm, I'm not, I'm not well. Don't play. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that, that tweet was the stupidest thing I've ever read. Yeah, that yeah. was the dumbest thing I've ever read that somebody put I'm out. Shall we, LeBron? Shall we? We're going to have sleepless nights. <laughs> if that was any other team, by the way, and not LeBron, you do not. That tweet does not seem Never. Day. Never. No. That's what's the worst part about it. LeBron is still crying about it to this day. LeBron I has that league by the balls, by the testicular Hand. That tweet I mean, just, was translated into Mandarin and a bunch of other, like, <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? It was put out to the appease those referees. Yeah, those referees that night. Get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, was, that was so stupid. That was so stupid. Look, and I'll say this. The play should have been a foul. Look, you're a big Boston Celtics fan. I am. 
you would love to see the Celtics win the game. That was a foul. It was a foul. And I'm, I, this isn't the first time refs have missed calls. It happens all the time. It just hasn't gotten blown up like this before. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And what's the, the best part about it is, to me, is LeBron still crying about it 24 hours later, posting on his Instagram story, tagging Jason Tatum in the post <laughs> of the clip of him being fouled and said, nice block. And then Jason Tatum pretty much quoted it and was like, yeah, good, good game, man. Whatever. I dunked on yeah, him. Yeah, you know, Jason Tatum also, hey, LeBron, LeBron's not. Jason Tatum, you know what he does? He plays in NBA games, probably, I'd imagine, watches the bare minimum amount of film and practice work. He's a genetic freak, goes, plays at an elite level, and then he goes home and probably plays Fortnite with Tyreek Hill. You know, he doesn't <laughs> care. LeBron is LeBron's the one having sleepless nights. <laughs> uh, Jalen Brown was like, oh, I didn't see it. And you just see the video. He's clearly watching. Like, he's right next to the arm. Like, his eyes are right there looking at it. He's like, I didn't see it afterwards. Every player in that postgame presser got the same question asked to him, and all of them were like, there's a lot going on in the game. Sometimes refs might miss something. Maybe they did. I don't know. Good well, game. it really does open the question because, once again, like what we're talking about, a lot of people want to talk about with the AFC championship game is the consistency of officiating. And that's what we're talking about with the NBA as well in this. What do you do? Bring sports science back. <laughs> yes. First off, yes. What a great show. I mean, when remember when Ray Lewis just ran through all those walls? That was awesome. Uh, but... I don't know what I don't know what you do other than the only option, and nobody wants it. Nobody wants this option, but it's the only option that can shut everybody up from now on. Every play is reviewed. That's it. That's it. Every play is reviewed. No, LeBron, nobody wants it. I get it. LeBron's like, what? What? What if we reviewed every play that I was in? <laughs> I'll hire the camera crew. Oh, just wait Bron, until Bron. just wait until the review burns LeBron. And th that, here's the truth about the NBA: they have to change the rules every year for whatever LeBron's feeling like. You know, I'm a little, hey officially I'm a LeBron hater. Jordan was better. LeBron's yeah, a baby. See? Doesn't it feel good? <laughs> it does. Um, <laughs> uh, I I think that you have to review every play. That's the only way. <laughs> you could run over my French bulldog. Yeah, I, I mean, that's crazy. Like you have to, but to get because then you'll have 100 percent accuracy. And even then, there's going to be one that's going to be up for interpretation and all that kind of stuff, especially with the NFL when you look at, you know, what's a wide receiver move and all that kind of stuff. There are there are room for interpretations. But in the NFL, if every play has holding, then you need to review every play, and every time there's holding, it needs to be called. The game is going to last an extra hour, but nobody can complain and say the officials got it right or wrong. That's just how it has to be. Every play. Or you get – like how the MLB is going towards with uh, robot umps, which is going to be a then, crazy thing. As an outsider of the game of baseball, I feel like the umpiring should be. I feel like that's something that could genuinely be done from an artificial source. Because I've in the little baseball I've watched, I've seen enough mess ups, you know. There's been some bad ones. And, but maybe that is part of the spirit of baseball. Is like, well, and that's that's a bigger question for all yeah. of us, right? Like, at what point are we going to say it's okay to have human error in the game? Yeah. Uh, whatever game it is. Because that is a part of it. That's the contest of this. Well, all the records, yeah. You move to AI and everything's so precise, like it kind of evaluates all the records because the well, game was entirely different. And then also you go in and say, I mean, at what point do you just have AI play the game? You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Uh -oh. I'm getting really meta with this, but – Joe Burrow throws an interception 
because of a human error. He didn't mean to throw it that way. He didn't mean to put it where it went. But if you take that out, I mean, human error is inertly inside of the game. Inherently in the game. That's what I meant to say. Inherently in the game. So how is officiating going to be any different? It's either a suck it up and shut up about it, or it's review everything and take it all out. Take all the decision-making of the human element out of it. That's it. That's your options. I, for one, uh, if we keep doing reviews, I will throw myself into a meat grinder. So I'm sick of it. I'm sick of reviews in baseball. I'm sick of reviews in football. It's in every sport. I mean, even the UFC has reviews. It sucks. To make sure about eye pokes and things like that. It sucks. I Yeah, I, I mean, I just wait. I don't know. It throws off the pace. As someone who competes in it, it throws off the pace of the game immensely. 100%. Like, I'm just standing there. I feel like the Slender Man. You remember when that was a thing? You're not slender in any point. <laughs> you are a man. Uh, I'll give you that. You know what I was saying. <laughs> and I don't blame you for going on that one. That was, uh, that was an absolute layup. I was so. just softball tall. I mean... You open the door, I'm going to walk through it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Going to walk through it. 615. It's got to be a big door, though. Mm. There, back at myself. How about that? 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we got to go to a break. But before we do, you know, we got to talk about our friends over at Slim Chickens. Go check them out. Mount Juliet, Murfreesboro, and Hendersonville. I'm telling you, if you have not tried Slim Chickens, it is, it is mind-altering. It is that different. You have to get in on these signature sauces that they have. I can't even, like right now, I'm thinking about the mango habanero. It is already making my mouth water, just dipping the chicken in it, but also the fries, the Texas toast that the meals come with. Oh, my goodness. You got to go try it. Download that Slim Chickens app. That's the best way to do it. You build points, get free entrees, desserts, all kinds of things, but you can have it delivered to your home, office, wherever you are, and you can do it like me. This is how I do it. I have it ready for curbside pickup. I just pull up, get it, and go. I don't have to wait anything it's right there in my car get it on the way home and then i have delicious slim chickens and i am always about the tenders i'm always about those tenders i love the tenders great sandwiches chicken and waffles tons of different options there for you but i'm a tender man myself go check them out once again that's slim chickens wings tenders and more Good afternoon. They continue to work with this crazy-looking truck crash. It's been out here for three hours on 65 northbound around Trinity Lane. Expect delays up through there for at least a while longer. A lot of traffic right now uh, out here has been affected by that. 65 extra slow over around Metro Center. It's building down through Brentwood Franklin on 65 through Williamson County. Lots of radar this afternoon. At least it was earlier in sections of I-40 out through Wilson County. Hey, Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. you got to check them out online at Nash painting.com i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic are you tired of your current vehicle maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle hey guys it's zach hayes nissan of rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs located at 1550 galton pike north in madison hayes nissan of rivergate has been serving the middle tennessee community for over three decades that gives you confidence that hayes nissan of rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of i should know because i've seen it firsthand 
every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold, hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. Winter weather advisory, a chance of some sprinkles, temperatures falling into the 40s. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on Nashville the Sports Radio. I WNSR get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The Afternoon Stretch. The show endorsed by News Channel 5's John Burton. The Afternoon Stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. If you want to get in, final segment, 615-844-5600. You know what's trending right now on Twitter, Bruno? What? I'm looking. I don't, I don't see what you're talking What you're thinking. XFL 2023. Uh-oh. The competitor, I'm not supposed to talk about them or bring them up. I'm just kidding. We can talk about whatever. I was like, wait, no, no, wait. We can talk about whatever. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, yeah, and I don't mind being honest about it. Uh, a lot of people from the USFL, you know, the, the XFL that I was in was very are, was very meticulous. It was ran like a very, very established business, I would say. It was, uh, there was no problems. Uh, this new XFL kind of was giving me, you know, a little bit of anxiousness the way it was being operated. 
Um, they were behind schedule comparison. And the USFL, frankly, they did the impossible and actually completed a first year, and then we're like, we're coming back for next year. So my decision was was totally made. I've been meaning to ask one of my friends. I have a few friends in the XFL um, how it's been. So maybe we could get someone on soon enough, and we'll just answer that on air with all of us. Yeah, you know, because they will play the week after the Super Bowl. They will play. Yes, I I think because of course today they had their town hall meeting whatever you call that with the XFL, where all the players got together, they did media day stuff, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I think it is ran a little different because when you were in it, it was it was a rebirth of something new that hadn't been there since, what, 2001? I think yeah, that's when that ended. One or three, it was one or two. It was still, you know, it was, it was, it was very long. It was brand new. It was, it was done in the eyes of competing with the NFL. That was that was I mean Vince McMahon I remember when he came out and gave his proclamation like we're going to we're going to one day compete on Sundays that was like one of his things that he said um, and this one feels like they're going to just kind of rebottle and repurpose what y'all did in that 2020 season because what y'all shown outside of COVID y'all shown that you can you could find have a successful league. And this, and then the UFFL obviously did finally go all the way through season in these spring leagues. So I think it's just now it's a money maker. That's all the XFL just is. It's like it, they're doing it on the on the guides of we're gonna be able to recapture some of that and just have it where it's a product that we're going to sell one day to some their TV product, station. Yeah, their product is taking a lot of early risk though. They're playing in all their their in which hey great they're they they have enough capital to play in all their markets and that's a good thing you're gonna that's gonna cost a lot they were paying more now that the usfl cba went i think it's like basically even or the usf was a little more but they're paying their they're paying their athletes you know not as i i don't know what the payroll of 50 some to 70 some players on eight different teams making sixty thousand dollars a year would be but i would assume it would come out to the millions so payroll and that's not including the employees for every single team and the teams are all owned by the league whereas i think fox is they own a percentage of the league and they're sh- they're shopping out a lot of these teams i think you know this is all speculation from me as someone who knows nothing i don't have in- any insider information but i would assume that the team moved to Memphis because someone wanted a team in Memphis and signed a check. So there's that. I know the USFL is a Fox-owned league, so it's all the TV rights they don't have to pay. I think the, U- the XFL might be paying for their TV rights at first until they can show their product and then maybe you know cash in on it. So there, there's a ton of different things to the business where the USFL is the quote-unquote safer option, I think, by a long shot. But the XFL could be cool. I mean, it's it'll be cool to have football on in the spring. Um, it's cool to, that a bunch of my buddies get to play more. Yeah, I mean, one of my one of them's thirty one years old. Played with Cam Newton's Panthers, was the center, and played six years, and just really loves football. Now he's a coach at a D two college, and he's just going to play on the off season because he's like, uh, it's cool. My yeah. players can see me play. Uh, another one was a math teacher. Me and him kind of had like, all right, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna say that on air. Never. Mind. Me and him, <laughs> me and him. He was a math teacher and he was cool. He was a math teacher. He was cool. We were both in really bad parts of our life, <laughs> and we were able to make the Battle Hawks as the two like last, last chance guys. And he went from being a math teacher to now playing for the Vipers. So it's cool that there's a ton of jobs. Emmanuel Smith was a Vandy guy. That's well, you know what it does too. Like even if you don't realize it or not, being a part of the USFL, like competition 
makes things better. And that's what the XFL and the oh, USFL without a doubt. are. I have, no, I have no doubt that's one reason why the Fox went to bat with our union, because the XFL is paying more. So that got us more money. Yeah. I'll take more money. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's going to be not only – it's going to be a better product for both of y'all because y'all have each other to bounce back. and Like, they're going to do something, and then y'all are going to take part of it, and y'all are going to do something. They're going to take part of it, and then it's going to make the whole broadcast everything. And I'm a company man. So I'm going to talk up the USFL. Oh, yeah, USFL. we're a USFL team. That's what our, we're but, a USFL show. But at any moment, the Memphis Showboats could cut me and be within their rights to do it. And it's not like we could cry or anything like that. It happened to my kicker. I love Tyler. Tyler Rossa. Um, he got he was a big Showboat guy. I thought they would bring him back for sure. He played really well, won some games on his kicks, and got released. And now he's, you know, looking for an XFL team. So, so it's it's something where, you know, you just, hey, it's spring football. It's pro football. It's all the same risk as pro football, just a little less, you know, glamour to the life. Now, what team do I support this year in the XFL? I just – because I'm, I'm going to be a fan of a team because I'm going to watch the product. That's going to happen. I'm going to watch it. You were a – I was a Sea Dragon were, fan. They were year. the Dragons. I know, I mean, but yeah. now they're the Sea Dragons, which is a much better name. I mean, you got to put that in there because you get Seattle and yeah. it just works. Um, But do I abandon them now because – you got the Battle Hawks. St. Louis. St. Louis. They'll, be, they'll, they'll have a lot of people at their games no matter how iffy the league is. The San Antonio Brahmas. <laughs> what is that? That's like a cow? Yeah. It's like a mutated cow. Well, it's got to be something to do with also the the bull, the, the, the Rock was the, also nicknamed the Brahma Bull. Mm. So there's got to be some connection in there. He's like, I want a team named the Brahmas. Vegas Vipers. <laughs> Vegas Vipers, I think they signed Brett Hundley. Oh, really? I think they did. Uh, Houston Roughnecks, the Orlando Guardians, the D.C. Defenders, and the Arlington Renegades. Uh, Jordan Tayamu's, I think, in D.C., so that's a – Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't I don't know. I haven't made my decision yet. I haven't made my decision. Do I go back to, to my bread and butter? But see, you know, the season ended. Everything's different now. I know a lot of people at Arlington, too, so Arlington might be a good one. Arlington, huh? The Renegades. <laughs> Renegade. TikTok, yeah, do, do the TikTok <laughs> dance Renegade. on that one. Oh, we're going to get copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it all get out. It's good to see that. You know, spring football, I've always been a big advocate well before I even knew Bruno. We, it's cool when you go I out was, to a bar or go to eat somewhere and it's, there's football on. And you're exactly. like, this is spring. You know? Yes, it's a good thing. It's a good, good thing. Well before I knew Bruno, I was doing X- XFL segments that on, is crazy. on my was, show at the time. Yeah, that is crazy. I met you after the XFL, right? Yeah. You like, call, had me on to it talk was, about it, the XFL. We had you on. I forget our origin story. Which I had weird. you on the, the day or is the week of the XFL closed. went on. Yeah, yeah, closed. Yeah, I had you on that week. Because I was like, oh, hey, this guy played at Vanderbilt and he was in the XFL. Let's talk about XFL. And then you were like, yeah, they just told me to leave. I think I'm pretty sure you said that on the <laughs> They said they gave, us a, they gave us a week of paid expenses. Like, they were like, you have a week to figure out what you want to do. So a lot of dudes were just partying so hard for that week. Uh, I just packed all my stuff up and went home. Yeah. yeah. Probably, probably the smart thing to do is what that is. Uh, it sucks too because that year, um, I I hadn't talked to my agent in a while, but I was still technically signed with him. If I ever do get an NFL contract, I hadn't talked to him in a while, which is fair. I I was like, I'll handle the spring football stuff. It's not a big deal. Um, 
he called me week three of the XFL. He's like, hey, the Jets are probably going to bring you in for a workout if you keep playing well, so keep it up. And, you know, season goes under and COVID happens. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's probably a nice bullet to miss, though, you know. (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) I'd go play for the Jets. I'd play for any NFL team in a heartbeat. Yeah, it's Jets, though. But also, there's the there's the fact that even if I did make it at this point, like to stay in that league and survive would take every ounce of my willpower all day, every day to compete. And that's when you get to 26, like that's football old. I know it's that doesn't sound old, but Osiris from the Bengals was 22. Yeah. Right. Like they're like I'm considered old in that league. So to be as old as I am and have to fight with 21, 22 year olds out of college for my position all the time, it doesn't sound the most fun. Stetson Bennett's going to be your age in the NFL. I know. <laughs> that's and Hinton Hooker, by the way. Yeah. Saw an interview it's of not, hey, Hooker. That's not good for them. Hinton Hooker says that he's still one of the best court he's the he said he's the best quarterback in this draft class. I don't believe you. Where's not you, I don't believe him. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I knew what you did. Where does he go? Uh could be maybe play fiddle. No, draft wise. Not teams wise, oh, but like draft wise, where does he does he get drafted? I don't know. I don't know about Hendon Hooker because he's got the injury red flag on you. Yeah, he That's had a great tough, season. Yeah. Stetson Bennett, it feels like he's going to be drafted no matter what because somebody's going to at least take a flyer shot on him. And I don't know if you've seen the recent story. Did you know he got arrested? Yeah, I saw that. Arrested for public intoxication. In my mind, his draft stock skyrocketed. I saw, we now know that he has a little bit of that dog in him. I've, I've been wondering about that. I saw a tweet that said Dallas PD played better defense on Stetson Demon <laughs> than TCU did. <laughs> well, they were posting the Baker Mayfield video of him getting tackled by Oklahoma PD, yeah. and they were like, Stetson Bennett's going crazy, and everyone ran with it. <laughs> so much so that Twitter had to put one of the warnings, like, this is Baker, this is Baker Mayfield getting tackled, <laughs> not Stetson Bennett. Uh, but, yeah, it's, you wonder where Hendon Hooker's going to go in the draft. I don't think he'll be a very successful National Football League quarterback. Sadly, it's it's just a whole different world, and the only way we'll know is we'll see. I don't. I can be humble enough to say I don't know enough about quarterback, the small details of quarterback, to know if Stetson Bennett or excuse me, if Hendon Hooker would translate to like a starting quarterback in the NFL. I saw uh, a bunch of people too just already throwing out mock drafts. It is we're we're in mock draft season. I guess it's it's been so long that we got to mock draft season so quick here in Nashville because the Titans have been going to the playoffs, you know, and at least going like a round or two deep. Uh, but now, because they didn't make it in, I'm already seeing just a load, and I mean a load of mock drafts, and they're all stupid. What what are the first picks for them? I'm seeing people that are like, yeah, so I traded up, uh, you know. And like, like it's that easy. And the trade is just so, like, stupid. And then they take, you know, they take, like, Jalen Hyatt with the number one pick. It's just dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's really stupid. The stuff that people are trying to get out of these trades. The Titans don't know who they're going to draft. They don't have an OC yet. They have no idea what their team is going to look like come actual draft time. It is it is wild right now. I don't know what the Titans are waiting on to get an OC. It, don't wait on Eric Bieniemy. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't no, think you're no, just gonna, I don't think I think they know that's not gonna happen. You gotta find somebody soon. Gotta find somebody soon. And start figuring out what your offense is gonna look like to make a decision going forward. Well, realistically, they could just not hire anyone until the draft's over, the summer, and OTA start. Yeah, they might. 
All right, we are done for the day. Appreciate everybody called in, commenting, watching, however you did. We appreciate it. Remember, nobody's told you I love you and you matter. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, right here, National Sports Radio.